Hey, mom. Priyanka's out for the pod today. Can you co-host with me? Who gave you this number? Not unless you clean your room. Ugh, fine. In that case, hello, it's me, your mom, Willem, and today on Famous This Week, we chat Scarlett Johansson, Benifer, the Olympics, Muppets, and so much more with my sister, Be High. Yes, enjoy the show. Forever. I'm Brooke. And I'm Willem. Hi, Willem. Wait a second. Where's Pre? Oh, you didn't know that this was your quarterly review from the mom people. <laughs> they sent they sent corporate down. They sent they corporate said, down. <laughs> yeah, they said y'all are doing such a bang up job that, you know, Pre wanted to take a personal day. And I said, well, honey, you have a lot of sick days. You can call out whenever you want. I'll Absolutely. HR stepped right in. Imagine if you were the head of HR, how funny that would be. <laughs> <laughs> my desk well, would just be like makeup all over with like a, a corner where I could like fill out a paper completely <laughs> well this should be interesting so let's do this and we want to know what's famous this week what is, is how you do it? yeah sure something like that <laughs> it's different every time you know <laughs> how's your favorite been let me hear it how's my how, what I don't even honestly remember it's from week to week. It's just like, what's famous this week? Well, uh, let, let's find an intent behind it. Our okay. intent will be, um, let's, our intent will be, um, uh, shady bitches trying to be nice to a girl that's walked by them that they don't like. What's, what's famous, famous this, this week? week? Yeah, I think we got that. We nailed that. Yeah, nailed that. <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to Famous This Week, a podcast where two of your favorite drag queens from TV break down the top most famous moments in pop culture this week. Now, before we dive into this week, Pri is busy performing at a college cafeteria because she is very famous. So <laughs> I called my mom, Willem. Hello, hello. Um... I'm soy famous this week. I feel like back in LA, ready to party. Where are you? Are you in Canada or LA? I am in LA. Nice. Did you go to Avita last night or the night I did, before? I did not. I wish I, I could have. I heard it was popping. I heard um, it was. Derek Barry in Nebraska were there for for uh, free Britney night. Nice. Um, speaking of popping, I just set up my PlayStation <laughs> and they gave me some names that were. Um, supposed to be recommended like mm-hmm. pimply vehicle three ingrown helper zero and jokey blizzard 56 not ingrown helper yeah and i when you said what's popping this week i was like well let's talk about popping because these ingrowns my playstation is recommending that i call myself ingrown helper like how disgusting yeah that's disgusting they're coming for you they don't know your it life knows me. It knows me. <laughs> i do love an ingrown though me too honey um, how was um how was Death Drop? You just finished your run on the West End. Honey, super duper. It was like dream come true, a job, like a I know job. That, <laughs> I know you've had jobs for a while, like with Trocadero and touring and mm-hmm. like actually like hosting a television show, but um 
it's been rare for me to have a job for more than a couple days ever mm-hmm. in my adult life. So having this, having like learning people's names and seeing them for like months at a time, that was like a first time experience for me, really. So it was super yeah. fun. I'm, I'm kind of missing that. Like, yeah, I've done like uh, drag race and stuff, but I'm missing, I'm missing that like that exactly what you're talking about that stability of like a couple months even if it's like two or three just going in knowing exactly what you're doing every day easy like having a dressing room all of that stuff oh love it i found that it was like really nice not to have to make decisions like i knew what i was wearing oh i, I love what it makeup i was gonna do mm-hmm. i knew what what words came out of my mouth and what i did mm-hmm. when like it was an endurance test, but like it was really nice. Just like these are the clothes that I have from America. This is what you can wear. This is when you podcast. Like it was a schedule, schedule, schedule. I love it. I love it, especially with our lives. It's so nice to have that sense of routine and normalcy because it doesn't happen often. But Ever. more importantly, did you get trade in your dressing room? <laughs> I did not. I wasn't allowed. What? And I was so mad. We weren't allowed to have any visitors backstage because of COVID and everything. Oh, that's so. true. And I had this lovely pull-out couch. And, honey, I wouldn't have made him pull out <laughs> at all. You never do. I never do. Unless it's pulling out in the hair. <laughs> honey, <laughs> pull out that hair tie. Oh, um, my God. Are you enjoying? Yeah, was... Oh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. I was, was no... going <laughs> when two girlfriends try to catch up. <laughs> I've, I've really been enjoying the pageant pod. I've been enjoying your pop-up on the Patch Podge. Thank you so much for guesting. Oh my god, it's so good. And I love that I love all the all the girls you're having on. I love that you had the Barbie on and just so many in- incredible pageant people. Because they never they never get a moment, the yeah, pageant on- people. Honestly, I'm happy that these girls are um are are all <laughs> the ones that woke up for it and came to the podcast. I'm looking at you, Calexis. Oh, we could we could not get her. We tried. We went to her people. We called the governor of Texas. Her people. Um, Who are Calexis's people? <laughs> you know the the barbacks at S four. <laughs> I was like, will you tip Calexis's dollar and write on it, call Willem? Um, uh, I love Calexis so me much. Too. And I found out she's the she's the um the like the parent host of the most Drag Race girls on like the world like she's got the most kids grandkids nieces nephews on the show oh yeah so many kids like i think like 18 or so oh drag race loves the davenport honey the davenport Davenport. will provideth what they will provideth i just love going to going to s4 is the rose room is one of my very favorite gigs i haven't done it in years but just being the real show is just backstage and watching crystal and calexis go at it and it's my fucking favorite thing in the entire world oh makes me so happy I feel like I learned how to do a resting bitch face from watching Asia in the mirror there too. Oh she's yeah, she's just like side eye to this pot, bitch, side eye to this bitch. Oh she, yeah, very, 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 very that. that different pod, <laughs> D- different pod. Um, but-, but I'm obsessed with all the girls getting their chance to like pod with us and like getting their roses because a lot of people don't know about a lot of these girls and you know and they um, should. Yeah, like they're this sickening. Is, this is, this is why we get to do drag because, you know, somebody back then had the the gumption and the heels to do it first. Hello, yeah, no, I'm I'm so here for it and I love it so much. Um, so thank you for doing that. Of course. And now we have searched the internet high and low to find our top moments from pop culture this week. So we're gonna start off with a doozy: Scarlett Johansson sues Disney for breaking Black Widow contract. 
Thursday, Scarlett Johansson filed a lawsuit accusing Disney of breaching her contract for Black Widow, which guaranteed an exclusive theatrical release. Due to COVID, Disney put out Black Widow both in theaters and on Disney Plus for streaming. Disney replied with a statement that accused her of callous disregard for the COVID-19 pandemic and revealed her salary for the film to be $20 million. Now, Johansson's right. <laughs> now, Johansson's agency, Creative Artist Agency, released a statement firing back. I want to address the Walt Disney Company statement that was issued in response to the lawsuit filed against them yesterday by our client, Scarlett Johansson. Brian Lord, co-chairman of the Creative Artist Agency, said in a statement obtained by Variety, they have shamelessly and falsely accused Ms. Johansson of being insensitive to the global COVID pandemic in an attempt to make her appear to be someone they know she is not. Hmm. Wow. Now, hmm. Okay, this A, this statement, first of all, I read the whole thing, and uh-huh. it's, it's obviously written by a faggot. Brian Lord is the ultimate faggot. He's, um, <laughs> you know, he he's sharp with his words, and mm-hmm. I kind of agree with him. Disney was trying to, like, shame fucking Scarlet because using the COVID as the catch-all excuse, but... What about how you're all are treating your employees and shit? Like, don't try Very. to callous disregard. Let's talk about your Disneyland and Disney World um, park employee relations before you talk about Miss Scarlet. And they're trying to shame her. Like, look at how rich she is. But like, you know what? She made that money for y'all. Yep. So, and in the contract, it was very clear. It said she was going to do two numbers and a meet and greet. It did not say she would do two numbers on a streaming service and a meet and greet. It was supposed to be a theatrical meet and greet. Exactly. It was not a Zoom show and a meet and no. greet. It not was two numbers and a meet and greet. And had the tables been turned, had Scarlet fucked up and done something, do you think Disney would have thought twice about suing her? No. Not in a second. They'd no. send They'd send fucking Mickey Mouse um, in a Jacobian Myers suit real quick to her house. <laughs> Absolutely. I, yeah, I just think this is, I, I'm not, I'm not here for the shaming. Um, Yes, she's getting paid a lot of money, but she also made them a lot more money and she's not getting a piece of that pie. And at the end of the day, this is business. And, she, and I, and she's not the only actress either. Apparently Emma Stone is considering weighing her options to oh, sue yeah, Cruella, because of right? Corella and Emily Blunt because of Jungle Cruise that was just released on the streaming service and at theaters. Holy Emily Grunt. She's going to be grunting up the judge. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, you did just make $20 million. So yeah, let us see your movie, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I agree. Like she should be able to sue them because they are technically in breach of contract. Um, mm-hmm. But you also made $20 million. So I'm like, imagine how much she would have made though. Like, if it didn't, like, I, w- I wonder if she had back end points theatrically, which she was missing out on or something. Like, oh, I'm sure she was getting a cut of like the box office. I just want to see her like walking around her mansion, just going there, fucking with my coin. Right. <laughs> Counting her $1 bills from her purse right. and the suitcase <laughs> all crumpled up, getting them ironed like Courtney Act does. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, did you ever see that? I gagged when I saw that her ironing $1 bills. I was like, she, wow. She's a weirdo with too much time on her hands. I agree. I love God it. God bless her. God bless her. <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, Disney, just pay her money and don't fuck around with the contract. Um, next we have Benefer alerts. Oh, now we've been keeping very, wow. very close tabs on this. I've been listening. Uh, I know all about, uh, famous this week. 
Yes, there- we've 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 really been going in on the Benefer. Now we told you that we love covering each and every inch of Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez's reimagined relationship. Um, so here's your Benefer alert this week. Obviously, Jennifer Lopez is always in the presence of her boyfriend Ben Affleck, even if he's not physically there, because he is now hanging around her neck, and we're not talking about semen. <laughs> she is wearing um a necklace. In Portofino, Italy, um, and it has his name on it. I know. Oh yeah, she's girl. She's been living her life on a yacht for the last week and a half. And it's got this big ass teardrop diamond too, Mm -hmm. which looks like honey um, cum drops. It sure does. Cum drop kisses. Giant pear shape, gorgeousness diamond. Um, What do you think of this newfound love? Do you think? I feel like a publicist is also like guiding them somehow. Like, oh, this totally. is what to do. We'll have a leak, blah, blah, blah. We'll do a soft opening of your relationship. A soft and then opening. We'll, then we'll get to the we'll, we'll get to the good stuff. You'll be on a, a yacht just like you were 20 years ago. Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's greatest hits of their relationship. Let's do this and this. Oh, and then we'll do the thing we did in Miami, but in Portofino. Oh, completely. I, I think this is... I. I think it's re- like it's real. Like I think they did like rekindle it, but I think then a publicist jumped in and was like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait. Here's the rollout plan. Like y'all can go ahead, mm-hmm. but there's gonna be a plan to it. Like we might as well capitalize. I mean, capitalize B E N. Um, it's just a I'm- weird pairing. I I'm, I'm not mad at it. It's just uh, uh, like two people. Like before they got together, I never would have thought of them getting together. Uh- Big dick, big ass. I'm down. Like I'd watch. He's got a tape. big dick. Big dick. Juicy Gone Girl. There was I dick sure all did. over that. I My sure did. My drag daughter had her dick out in that. Ben had his dick out. There were dick, dick, dick. Just thick, thick dick, and dick, dick, hanging. Dick, dick, dick. Yeah, hanging. I'm here for it. I'm very. Um, I think he is very sexy, and you know, you know, J Lo needs to get pounded right. You know that she needs to get those tapins pulled from the back, honey. Very that. She said, Chris, glue them in extra hard. Ben's coming over. You're going to want to braid them in, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Let's sew. Can we sew, Can we get a sew-in this Can we week? do a quick sew-in just on the ends and then maybe one one stitch in the middle, too? Watch the crown. Watch, Watch the, the crown. <laughs> we'll do a little bit of leave out. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I'm here for it. I I, I, li- I like them together. I'm interested to see how long this is going to last. Um, But also, I like that J-Lo, she just kind of... she has her fun with men and then she moves on when she's done yeah and she keeps the jewelry so she can wear it again 20 years later this is Very. smart to have a necklace with a name instead of like a tattoo with a name mm-hmm. would you ever like do the tattoo thing with like no. a significant other no That's no unless it's like now, right? a, a sibling or like like a niece or nephew or something but not like someone like who i wasn't re- blood related to i wouldn't do that i don't think so yeah i don't think i'd do it either just because like I wouldn't want someone else to see um, someone else's name while they're, like, raw-dogging me. Yeah. Like, my friend Crystal has this guy's name, Ray, tattooed on her back. And I'm like, oh, like, sunshine? And she's like, no. (laughs) I was Um, like, well, you're the one to put it there, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) She should just change that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not here. I'm not here for names on people. I think that's, that's weird. Yeah. Um, we also have the first openly transgender Olympians competing in Tokyo this year. History has been made. Canadian oh. women's soccer player Quinn became the first openly transgender athlete to participate in the Olympics when they started on Wednesday night in Canada's 1-1 draw with Japan in Sapporo. Quinn, who is not binary, uses they-them pronouns, posted their feelings on Instagram. I feel proud seeing Quinn up on the lineup and on my 
accreditation. I feel sad knowing there were Olympians before me unable to live their truth because of this world, they wrote. I feel optimistic for change. Change is legislator. Change is rules, structures, and mindsets. Mm -hmm. The International Olympic Committee has allowed transgender athletes to participate at the Olympics since uh, 2004, but until this year, none had done so openly. I wonder who else did it. Um, Quinn mm -hmm. is not the only transgender athlete participating this year in Tokyo. We got Lauren, Laurel Hubbard. She's competing. Uh, she, they're competing for weightlifting in New Zealand. And Chelsea Wolf is on the reserve for the U.S. women's BMX freestyle team. Bitches on bikes, too. Bitches this on is, bikes. <laughs> this is great. I mean, I, I think that, like, you know, representation leads to visibility. And visibility, like, makes people, like, talk about it and like mm -hmm. you know talking about it leads to like other new opinions being formed and everything this is this is where we need to go for sure absolutely i think it's i think it's wonderful i mean like just visibility and representation are everything i mean i always think about well it doesn't affect me directly i think about the kids at home watching who might be trans or non-binary and seeing an athlete and they're maybe they're athletic and seeing an athlete look like who's who is like them competing at the olympics gives them hope that they'll be able to compete at the olympics one day or do anything they want to do and it just i don't know i just think it's important and i think it's really wonderful me too and continuing with that like i just saw something yesterday and now i'm seeing it on the outline because you know the mom pods are we're on the 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 pulse of culture yes um muppet babies has introduced a gender variant character in their lineup for um for their show, uh, there's a new show, well, new to me, Disney Junior's Muppet Babies. Mm -hmm. um, and Gonzo went to the ball, honey. And uh, he she did. left her shoe. Gonzarella. Gonzarella. Um, they look she amazing. Had, she had her makeup done and her mask on. And none of the other little Muppet Babies recognized that it was actually Gonzo up in her gig. But it was. It was Gonzarella. Um, Gonzo was celebrating exactly who they wanted to be. And in the episode, Miss Piggy and her friend are they're playing in the royal ball and they're asking everyone to dress up for it. And Gonzo says, I want to be a princess. But the others were like a little dismayed about it. But um, let's take a look at what happens. Wow. Get a load of that dress. I'd love to wear a dress like that to your royal ball. But Gonzo, Piggy and I are the princesses. We wear the dresses. That's right. According to the royal handbook, the girls come as princesses and the boys come as knights. Oh, right. Aw, uh, don't worry, Gonzo. We're gonna have a great time being knights. Fabulous! Summer and I are off to pick out our dresses. <laughs> we better get ready, too. Forward, fellow knights! Huzzah! Huzzah. Aw. Well, hey, Aww. who the fuck is that mouse muppet? I never met that one. You missed our royal ball. We met the most amazing princess. But they ran away, and all they left behind was this. Everyone, there's something I need to tell you. The princess who came to your ball tonight was me. I'm Gonzarella. But Gonzo, why didn't Vu tell us? Because you all expected me to look a certain way. I don't want you to be upset with me, but I don't want to do things just because that's the way they've always been done, either. I want to be me. Oh, Gonzo, we're sorry. It wasn't very nice of us to tell you what to wear to our ball. You're our friend, and we love you any way you are. 
Yeah, yeah of course we do. Yeah. Girl, they got all new Muppets. I don't know any of these bitches. Princess Piggy is being a bitch, of course, saying, of like, course. I'm the only, no, we get to wear the princess dresses. You don't. You could be a knight when Gonzo just wants to be queen of the night. He wants Hello? to dress up as, as Jade, as Rachel Marin, as Whitney Houston, as Diana Ross, and do queen of the night. Gonzarella, honey. Girl, it's Gonzarella. Like, there's, there's something I need to tell you. I am gig. <laughs> that was so sweet, though. I mean, so nice. just again, for like little kids to see that and be like, yeah, I can wear a dress if I want. And uh, I love that. That's that's amazing. Go go to whoever. Is that Disney? Um, my, Yeah. Disney Junior owns my yeah. babies now. Yeah. OK, well, good for go Disney. Now give Scarlett Johansson her money. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, give the Muppets the gowns and give Scarlett her coin. Hello. Did I have I have a random question? This isn't on the outline. Have you been seeing the Chicago girls at Lollapalooza the past two days? No. Lucy Stool, Tenderoni, a bunch of the kids. I think one of Shay's babies. Um, Shay's got all the all the kids. Um, their their Lollapalooza is um has drag artists for the first time ever on their stages, which That's I think amazing. is an enormous like step forward, especially for like you know a crowd of people that probably may not have been exposed to drag queens before that as much, you know? Speaking of being exposed to things, have you seen the crowds at Lollapalooza? <laughs> oh, honey. Mama, mama. Girl, I'm glad I already had COVID. Let me just say Ooh. that because I feel like I can catch it just from looking at the pictures. Very that. Very, Very that. that. <laughs> I'm like, oh. One more thing I wanted to talk uh, before we take a break about the Olympics that we did not talk about is Miss Simone Biles. Ooh. Saying no, 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 no. Let I'm say, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard, I heard all of that, and her reasoning behind getting the twisties <clears throat> in her head when her brain <clears throat> isn't connecting with her body and saying like <clears throat> she needs this for mental health. It's like if anybody else was saying this for a job, you'd be like, oh yeah, sit down, don't don't hurt yourself. But like because these white men on the news that have never even done uh, have fallen out of their chair and do a somersault, they want to criticize her. This Piers Morgan. And oh these Tucker Carlson's and shit. It's like shut the fuck up. Like, shut up. She's literally the goat. Like you, you, you literally could never. And and you could. You do these kind of physical things and these kind of acts, like head over feet type of bullshit. I only do them in bed. But like, has <laughs> the twisties ever happened to you, or has there ever been a day where you're like, my brain cannot make my body do this? And how have you oh, handled that? Many many times. I mean in. In the world of ballet, there's been so many days where it just things don't line up, and mm-hmm. like your your head and your body are just in two completely different spaces, and it's horrible, and it's frustrating, and it's depressing. And I never ha- like I never had the ability the ability to say no, like you know what? So like hearing this younger generation like speak up, and I would always just power through and do what I had to do, but this younger generation who's like you know what no. I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I'm going to put my mental health first. I'm going to take care of myself. I think it's incredible because it's it's just never happened before. Mental health has never been discussed. It's always been like a hush hush taboo thing, and like it's something that literally everybody deals with that nobody talks about. So, and for her to do that on such a huge platform, and she's literally the greatest in the world. And after getting like penalized for being too good, so dumb. Like she, she was too good. I'm like, yeah. what? Like, like I just, yeah. And honestly, we would not have be having this discussion if she had blonde hair and blue eyes. T, 
Tivantra for sure. This is we wouldn't be having this discussion. We wouldn't be. Look at all of like these great athletes who are black and of color. Like they're the just the these female athletes that are black and of color and the shit they are put through. Girl, like, Jamaica. Did you see Jamaica win gold, silver, bronze, and all the hair was laid? Baby, all hairs. the hair. She was and in this citron colors. with a line. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I said, this is. Now this is the cool runnings that I need from Jamaica. I don't do snow, uh, but I will do a I will do a summer seasonal athlete event. I vary that. No, they were sickening. But like Naomi Osaka pulling out of the player? French Open. Yeah, she pulled out of the French Open because because she was being bullied and like and like she got bullied for beating Serena Williams, even when she just beat her. She was better than her. And they like put her through it. When I saw um either Serena or Venus, one of them pulled out of a press conference, or maybe that was Naomi. That maybe was Naomi. Went- yeah, they didn't want to do the press conference before. And I was like, I wouldn't want and to do it either. All reporters are doing right now is trying to get their goat or like get them to like give them the sound bite. And I know that the event needs press and that's how the the world works with athletic events and entertainment events and stuff. But like they're out for blood right now, these reporters, because there hasn't mm-hmm. been anything to report on for, you know, a year and a half, really. So they're like sticking these girls with questions and mm-hmm. just questions that aren't like things they would ask male counterparts either so it's Mm -hmm. just shitty it's nice to see you know um people standing up for themselves finally and not being and she got fined she got fined for not doing the press conference girl dropping the bucket too because that bitch is rich too she said i don't need to do your event i she should start her own event bitch right the williamses and her just like do their own gig um well we are gonna take a break real quick do we take a break yeah Okay. <laughs> um, y'all do breaks here. Y'all I do breaks here. Ten, I need my 10, honey, or I'm going to talk to the district manager. Very that. You're going to talk sure. to yourself because you are HR. <laughs> I'd love to have that conversation of me giving myself my own yearly review. <laughs> that oh my would God. Be great. back and it is time for famous throwback for this week's famous throwback we are introducing a segment called can you, can you pay, pay my, my bills can you pay my automobiles you know alexis arquette was in that video too one of our legendary drag sisters who walked behind us oh yes she us. was she threw that wig honey she said no you need to do this before i have a gig tonight <laughs> Now, since we just chatted about Scarlett Johansson not getting paid what she thought she should have been paid and being screwed over, we are going to be diving into the highs and lows of getting paid for gigs. Ooh. Honey. Honey. I, thankfully, so far, have never... Actually, that's not true. I I did get screwed out of money one time. It was right after after, uh, I was announced on Drag Race and I was doing that thing with Peaches Christ. The, uh, it was me, the Ginger, and Raja. First Wives? First Wives Fight Club. Uh-huh. And whoever, whatever company they were doing it with, they wanted to do a tour of it. And we were going to do like a little cross-Canada tour. It was going to be really, oh, cute. really cute. I was excited. So we rehearsed. We did our two shows in San Francisco. And then we were going to hit the road. And literally woke up, was about to go to the airport, and got a text message saying, hey, the tour has been canceled. <gasps> That's what? it. 
Yeah. That- and I never saw a dime. They never paid me anything. And we tried to get money out of them. I They've never given me any money. Uh, Nothing. They gave Ginger her money. I never got mine. That sucks ass. Yeah. So that's my one time that I like really got screwed out of a gig. And that, but that was like right at the beginning. And I was like, okay, never again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. Um, I did Hamburger Mary's last week in Grand Rapids, <laughs> Michigan. And I get in the car and they're like, so what numbers do you want to do? And I was like, well, I'll do this, this, and this. And they're like, oh, you, you want to do um, two in, in the first? I was like, no, I'll, I'll just do what it says in the contract. And they're like, okay. And then when I got there, I was like, I saw how, how resplendent and joyous the crowd was and how they were um, tipping. So I said, I'll do two numbers. So this is actually a story about me screwing the girl who was after me in the lineup out of money, not me getting screwed out of money. Oh. She said, you're going to do another number. And I said, yeah, so you have more time to change now. And she's like, great. Oh, <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah. I was like, I did not mean to rob them on the floor, but give, give everybody, I'll talk on the mic to give everybody a chance to go to the ATM before you come out, honey. Very <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, I, oh, I love doing that. Like, yeah, I do my two numbers, but if the crowd is cute, I have no objection to throwing another number in there. No, no, no. I say, just keep it playing. Don't hit stop, bitch. Just keep going. Keep it going. I'm on my hoverboard. (laughs) I'm going to tell some knock, knock jokes until this bitch is out of battery. I'm on the floor, honey. (laughs) I enjoyed, I did a couple, um, COVID gigs and I have to say I loved them because I did Long Beach. Oh, Executive Um, Suites? I did Executive Suites. Mama, I did that like three months ago. The it, sweets is sweet, honey. Bitch, it was everything. Smoke because in the dressing room. So you smoke in the dressing room, and then you go outside to the patio, and when I tell you, you don't have to do a goddamn thing. You can't do anything. There's A, no stage. There's literally no room for you really to dance or perform. B, they can't touch you, so you got a butterfly net. Giggle so, and a wiggle, honey. Honey. you Slide well, down that railing. Walking around with a butterfly. I was like, this is not real right now. I am literally walking around a drag with a butterfly net and people are just handing me money. And a lot of it too. But they're 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 handing it to you because they want that one moment of personal interaction exactly. where your eyes meet theirs and mm-hmm. they're acknowledged and they felt seen and they get to see all of your beauty. And I'm I'm happy to provide that sort of transaction because we make it's 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 nice to know that we doing drag make people happy just by showing Completely. up sometimes. And they they feel like they know us. I was talking to this guy and he's like, I feel like we have like a shared mind, but maybe that's because I like um, just follow you and listen to your stuff. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, you know, people love seeing us and I'm so glad to show up and be a part of that. I had my little grabber thing mm-hmm. that uh, big people used to wipe their asses with, but I would <laughs> grab the money with that instead. Yeah. And then I would give people chromatical Oreos back with it. Which oh, probably wasn't that. hygienic in hindsight, but I was doing do what you want with my body. So I had to do something during R. Kelly's verse, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah, but Executive Suites is the tea. And I love place, it there. Places like Axis, they kept it really safe. That was yep. like my first gig gig back. I did New Year's there. Oh, so fun. I did a New Year's there once too. Yeah, I was there this last New Year's. It was so random. I was like, well, I guess this is the first New Year's. I'm not working. And then like a day later, they're like, hey, do you want to come to Columbus? I was like, sure do. Sign me up. Sure do. Sign. I got some good trade in Columbus, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. I fucked a stripper from Kalamazoo in Columbus once. She had oh. a burn on her forehead, too. And I said, what is that from? And then I was like, you know what? I don't want to know. I figured it was, <laughs> You're mess, like, it was never, actually a curling iron. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, the, the stripper had a curling iron? Wait, yeah, I, was it a woman? No, it was a boy. Bo- oh, ew. I was like, what? Lock off. I could, no, I could never. I um, uh, It was... 
he had a, a burn on his forehead, like right here. And I was like, what is that from? I, I didn't know if it was a meth scab or whatever it was, but he said it was from a curling iron or a flat iron or something. And I was like, you got no hair from doing roids anyway. What, what is that really from? <laughs> what were you trying to straighten? Seriously. <laughs> I don't, so I don't know, but it was good trade. Access provideth every time. Oh, yeah. We love, we love, 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 love Columbus. I love Ohio in general. They always treat the girls right. It's, the, yeah. it's always the little cities. I love going to the going to the little cities the most because they don't get a lot of like drag there, and they're just always so excited. Yeah, I was just talking to Cade um, Gottmik about like the tours and stuff, and I was like, "What was your favorite city?" Blah blah blah. He said, "Well, the merch did lovely in some of the flyover states, you know, and like it's those people that like where we're the closest thing that they'll ever get mm-hmm. to a real celebrity." So they treat us like one and we're, honey, we're famous that week for sure. Very famous that week. (laughs) In their town. And then you come back the next time and you see all the grinder pictures and it's like you in it too. You're like, oh, they put up my picture. (laughs) I love going on grinder and seeing my own picture. And I'm like, well, that's not me, but I'm a block you. (laughs) All of that. Um, Very Not everybody's been as lucky during the quarantine. There's been some of our sisters out there that have been hurting a little bit. And we would like to shine a spotlight on um, one of our sisters, Miss Stacey Lane Matthews. She's been um, dealing with some uh, housing issues. And uh, we're going to put her link for her Venmo or her PayPal or her everything in the bio. So if you can throw a queen a dollar, give a queen a dollar. There's that old Wigstock um, performance where the girls like give a queen a dollar. Can you spare a dollar for a broke queen? Mm-hmm. I forget who did it, but like it was it was really moving. Um, it wasn't Mona Foot. It was somebody, but like it was great. And like here's my thing: Stacy has entertained everybody at one time or another in her lifetime on Drag Race, in person, somewhere in the song "Who the Fuck Is Heather," which she did a little feature pop up on. So mm-hmm. if you have a dollar to spare, um, throw it her way and just consider it a tip for advance in the future. SLM needs it. Yes. Her we cash love app. Go ahead. What is her cash app? It's out there. Stacy Lane 2018. And that's S T A C Y L A Y N E 2018. And her Venmo is Stacy Lane Matthews. Mm-hmm. So hit her up, give her a little bit of money, Hanny, because she deserves it. And we love us some Stacy Lane Matthews. She needs, yeah, she, I, I want her back on All Stars. I need to see more of her. That would be lovely. I would love her. I would love Dita Ritz. I would love The Princess. Mm, yes. The Princess had some good drag with her when she came. It was a and, sin watching and, her and, and, and even better now. I mean, like, she's oh my God. just constantly evolving and, like, changing and doing the coolest shit. And, oh, a Layla McQueen. Hello? Anybody? Oh, I think Layla's too busy being booked. I mean. Yeah, she's like a makeup artiste. Honey, Ar- artistical. She artistical. is great. She's there's incredible. So, there's so many girls I would love to see, but um, you know, there's there's um there's me. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would love to see it. I would love to see it. Yep, All Stars 18. I'm coming for it. Y'all oh better my God. watch out. I would live. I would live. That would be some good TV. Oh um, my gosh. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. chatted all about this week in pop culture and fame and now it's time for our grab bag segment where each week we have a new segment based on our moods vibes and level of fame 
I love to grab a bag. I always ask for consent first, though. Absolutely. Now, this week's segment is infamous this week, and we are talking about none other than Da Baby. Da Baby. Honey. This Honey. ass clown, he's facing widespread criticism from everybody, rightly, celebrities, activists, because mm-hmm. of the comments he made about people living with HIV and AIDS. Um, he's known for his song Rockstar. You might, you've heard him on something, I'm sure, if you're listening to this. And he's been featured in Levitating, which was uh, Dua Lipa's remix. And he was at the Rolling Loud Festival in Miami. And he asked the fans and the audience not to, like, sh- put your lighters up if you, if you, um, if you're out here doing your thing, he said, put your cell phone flashlights up. If you didn't show up with HIV and AIDS, any of them deadly STDs that will make you die in two to three weeks, along with other comments about if you didn't suck dick in your parking lot. And he, it was just like crude, like out of left field. There were so many things that that didn't make sense about it. And now after public scrutiny, he tweeted an apology, quote unquote, only to dig himself deeper in the hole because he's, he tried to say something about like, um, I'm just talking about my fans are being classy. Like they're not sucking dick in the parking lot. And I have to tell you, I've sucked dick in many a parking lot. And I was a baby fan because I liked his music. And he's talked about like ketchup, mustard, put some cheese on it and bread on it. I forget what remix it was, but I liked it. It was the, you want me? I want you. Oh, that was levitating. Levitating. (laughs) <laughs> but like I, I was like, your fans are all kinds of different people. Don't alienate people. Even if you think that, why would that be at the forefront of your mind to say it on a mic? Girl. It's like anybody from out of town, put your lighters up. Not anybody with HIV dead in two to three weeks. It's that is not it. It at all. And why? Like you don't fuck with the LGBTQ plus community, honey. Honey, we we, we are consu- we are consumers. We're streaming the dream, and everybody knows what you said now and the fact that you said it and then try to cover up for it it just just say sorry and shut the fuck up because then he was like oh this is this is for the people of the live show you can't take the live show stuff out of context blah 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 and it's like you can you absolutely can especially when the comment is this fucking ignorant because this Mm -hmm. is the kind of thing that like you know People people get that seed planted in their head and they're like, oh, well, you know, I heard you can die in two to three weeks. And like that kind of information is not tactile and it's terrible. Completely. It's ridiculous. It's so hurtful, not hurtful, but like so harmful, like yeah. so much like words have power and he has a lot of power because he's famous and he's using his platform in this way. And it's just gross. Like, why? Why? Just why? just like, why would you want to alienate a huge Massive portion of your fan group or your fan with base. With disposable income. With dis- with a lot of disposable income. Um, on that, like, so on, like, a financial, like, business aspect, like, why would you do that? And then on, like, a, a human aspect, why would you want to yeah. hurt a group of people like that? And who have already been through so much, who have already, like, like, think about all the fucking old, like, older gay people who watch that, who actually lived through the AIDS pandemic. So offensive. and So offensive. Like- He's losing gigs for it already, which I'm happy about. Um, yeah. I saw the Twitterverse was kind enough to remind me um, that they were disappointed in me because I still followed him. And I'm like, I don't know who I follow. I see a cute guy, I click follow. And then on Instagram, I followed him too. And I had no idea that I was still following him there. And just like the DMs, like more than 10 of people like really disappointed. You need to speak up on this. And I'm like, I'm not on my phone every day. Give me a second and don't come for me. Come for him. This energy oh, you're directing at me. Oh, that's the worst. Your silence on this is deafening. That part. Girl, 
Honey, like, the cum like, in my I'm, ear makes me deaf, not not my silence. The, the, I have to say this about the fan. I do not understand the fact, like, every time someone does something stupid and bad that we are expected to, like, get up on our platform and be like, I also think this is bad. Like, obviously yeah. it's bad. I don't have to comment on the fact that it's bad because I'm a fucking decent human being. You know, I mean, like... It's so stupid when there's your silence is deafening. No, it's not. I it has nothing to do with me. Usually, I'm the one doing the stupid and tone deaf thing, so I'm just getting used to like <laughs> being quiet and listening. This whole year has been yes. like a, a giant growing point for me. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like, you need to learn how to apologize correctly. And the baby's apologize apology did not suffice at all. Yeah, it's it's a very apologize apologizing sincerely and correctly is just a very important thing to know how to do. Cause we've all made, we've all done stupid shit. We've all made mistakes. I know I have, I know you have, but like people can grow and they can get better and they can apologize and they can move on, but you just have to do it sincerely and correctly. I don't know how he would even begin to move on from this. Like this is gonna, for the rest yeah. of his career, anytime he's on something and the baby's performing. I just want the gays to turn around in the audience and to pay him nooch and any allies too. let him mm-hmm. know what he did was unwelcome. If you're listening to this and you're at a the baby show, just, you can still bop to the music, but turn around and let him know that he is, his present is neither desired nor required, honey. Yeah, I'm not, I, I did not know who this person was before. I know who they are now, but I have no interest in knowing anything more about them. Like fuck well, off. I don't care. I don't not care so about him. This week. Not so famous this week, honey. Sorry. And Madonna <laughs> ended him too. Madonna went right in on him with her new face. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, her God new bless face. that mug. That mug. Yeah, I love it, though. I love it that she's just like, yeah, I'm getting fucking shit done. Just like Mark Jacobs. I love that Mark Jacobs is documenting his facelift on his Instagram. And be like, too. yeah, I got a fucking facelift. And I was like, yeah, you did. Good for and you. A, and a fat graph for sure. Oh, yeah. Things Those- were done. Those cheeks are, are cutting glass. Well, he's also very, still very swollen. I'm very, I like, I'm so oh, interested yeah. to see when it's done because I want I one so badly. Wait. Oh, when I am 45, that facelift is happening and I cannot wait. Honey, I will give thanks for the yank. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I love it. I, I'm obsessed with plastic surgery. I think it's so cool. I love watching the transformation and I love, especially, I love it when people start to transition and they choose to like do plastic surgery and change shit, which is obviously to each their own. You don't not something required if you're going to transition, but like some of the girls like to get the facial femme done mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And, and it's just so interesting how it can completely change your face. And Andrea, Andrea James, who's uh, Calpurnia's best friend. She said, beauty is in millimeters years ago. And it stuck with me like mm. the millimeter of difference, like a little bit of pump or something set back mm-hmm. can make. It changes everything. Mm-hmm. And our trainer, uh, Marky, he mm-hmm. goes to Derm King for things, and he was talking about that's where thread. I go. Oh yeah, I've, I've had, had the Derm thread King. things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Marky got them too, and like mm-hmm. he was spotting me or doing something, and he's like asking me like about it, and I was like, "Do I need it?" <laughs> and then he's like, "Well," and I was like, "I guess we could," but like. I'm I'm so interested in like all the new technology and science. It's like, crazy. Every every year there's like a new trick. Like this thread thing just came out of nowhere, I feel like. Um yeah. and it's cool. I got it done in my cheeks. Um and then a little ones in my eyebrows, but um I loved it. I was like, but you I couldn't like smile or laugh for a week. See, I'm not worried about smiling or laughing. I'm worried about sucking dick. No, you can't. Literally, but the the nurse was he was he was a homosexual, and he was like, "So you can't like give a blowjob for like two weeks," because <sighs> he knew. 
And I was but, like, thank you. I won't. I don't have that kind of downtime. Yes, you do. Do it, get, do it like right before you go somewhere where you're going to be working a lot. <sighs> Maybe before quarantine. If I have to quarantine when I go back there you to England. Go. I'll like go. suck 10 dicks in the parking lot and then go right in and just come dripping off me and be like, ah, fill me up, fill me up. <laughs> I want Jagger big. <laughs> fill me up. Pull it from the shoulder blades. Oh I want the thread lift. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that'll be me. That'll be me for sure when I go back to tour death drop. <laughs> Completely. All right, it's time to place our bets. What do we think we will still be talking about next week? Of all the things mm. we talked about this week, what will still be the trending topic? Do you think it's going to be Scarlett Johansson, Ben and J-Lo, the Olympics, the Muppets, or baby? I hope the Olympics because that's like a positive thing mostly. Mm-hmm. All these other things have like strings attached that can lead to negativity. Like will Ben and J-Lo work out? Um, will Gonzo, maybe the Muppets too, but like honestly I didn't like Miss Piggy's attitude towards Gonzo at first and I think she needs to be taken down a notch or two. Um, Always. Yeah, so I'd say I'd say the Olympics. Like my my friend Tom won. I'm very happy he's got a gold. I, did you see that that picture? There's a I have to send this you you this picture. There's a picture of him watching like pole vaulting or something, sitting in the audience, crocheting, and it's him just sitting by himself, crocheting oh, yeah. a little hat or something, watching. It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. We Probably love Tom Daly. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, so cute. So I hope it's the Olympics. What do you think is going to be famous this week, next week? <laughs> I'm sure it'll still be the Olympics, and I'm sure we'll still be talking about Ben and J-Lo. Um, the other Why things, not? I think, will just go away. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Olympics and all the twinks. I love that Tom Daly is like the Omega twink. He's like the king of the twinks. And he's <laughs> he's not even like a twink. And like, he's like, what? How old is he now? Close he's to 30. He's 26, I think. Yeah, I mean, how old? What what is the twink cutoff? Is there an official age? See, I always thought that twink was defined by a few factors: uh, body, mm-hmm. body shape, age, and a certain amount of docileness, like the ability to like like I my my ex used to say I was too loud and opinionated to be a twink. Like he's like twinks should be like easygoing and fun and like twinky. No, twinks are very like ah like very loud and very uh, when I think twink I think like like this rail thin little like skinny fag who's just like yes mama slay obnoxious trying to get on stage when they're only they only got a one in their hand like no Uh you put a 10 in your hand and then maybe i'll let you do one little spin and then me beat a loca back to your seat bitch yeah very that um Mm -hmm. very very that were you ever a twink you were too tall probably no i was i was very like skinny i was i think i was a twink I was very like skinny. I was, yeah, I was very like skinny and lanky and very gay and very obnoxious when I first came out. Absolutely. And then I chilled the fuck out. So yeah, I would, I would say I was a twink at one time, but that time has passed. That time has passed. (laughs) I'm an aged out twink. Um, you're, you're a, a twunk now? I guess, is that like a, a hunky twink? I guess Tom would be a twunk. Yeah. I, I'm a little bit, look at that muscle. You could could twunk. You could, you could definitely twunk. Who to twunk? Who to twunk? Who to twunk who, that you thought who you'd... to twunk it? <laughs> yeah, who to twunk it? That's a new drag name. Who to twunk it? <laughs> who to twunk it? Oh my god, this has been so much. Thank you for letting me on your podcast this week. I love it. I here. know this was so much fun. Thank you for joining us. That is it for famous this week. I am Brooklyn Heights, and I am pre not so Yanko Willem. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast Famous This Week wherever you listen to podcasts, and don't forget to leave us a review and a five star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher to keep up with things we talk about on the pods. 
Go follow Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcast on Instagram. And while you're at it, give us a follow if you haven't already at Willem and B Heights. That's B H Y T E S. Correct. We'll see you next week for more pop culture moments and very famous things. Very and Priyanka right. will be back as our mom, Willem, goes back to race chasers or chasing racers. <laughs> Honey, taste or the chase, race. Or chafing racers. <laughs> Bye. Taste the race. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> To listen to Famous This Week ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Famous This Week is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Brooklyn Heights and Priyanka. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Hey, Daddy. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Big Dipper, Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. <laughs> 